I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. Coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants? You want coffee? Who wants coffee? Anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. Hey, what's up, listeners? It's your girl Anna Royceman, and I'm so thrilled to stop by here with and another thing. That's what we're calling this segment, and I love it. I was thinking about my experience in high school. I was thinking about firsts. And it's probably because I'm in withdrawal from the show Euphoria. I don't know if you watched the show Euphoria. No. Amazing show. Very beautiful. It's shot incredibly. It's intense. I got to tell you, it's intense. I needed an inhaler to get through that show. It was on Sunday nights on HBO. If you haven't seen it, I I guess check it out. But it brought me back to my own high school experience. And uh, I I was very, you know, uncool. I'm going to brag for a second. I I was a triple threat, okay? A band, concert choir, and and prude. I was scared of boys. And these kids in the Euphoria show, I mean, they are literally running drug corporations, okay? They are wise beyond their years. A totally different era and lifestyle. And it's fun to watch. But I was thinking about... In high school, the first time I ever smoked weed happened to be uh, with my own father. You know, it's not the story I wanted. I didn't grow up wanting this to, you know, be my journey, but unfortunately we don't have control over those things. And I'll never forget, it was at my cousin's wedding, and my dad took me outside. He was like, let's go outside for a second, and out of his suit jacket, he pulls out a little one-hitter, and he says, hey, do you want to smoke some weed? And you know me, I was in concert choir. I, I was like, oh, Dad, you know, I, I had a sip of champagne earlier. You know, I've seen the videos you're not supposed to mix. And my dad, he looked me straight in the eyes and he said, what are you, a loser? <laughs> and I was so scared that I was just like, you're right. I'm so sorry. Absolutely. And I smoked a little weed. And I thought about the D.A.R.E. program, you know, this program they taught us in school to say no to drugs. You know, they made us do these sketches in front of the class, these, like, skits, and every everyone made fun of them. It was, like, these, these poorly written skits that were, like, you know, the bad kid comes up to you in school and he says, hey, want to do drugs? And that's when you say no. They just don't teach you that, you know what, it might be your own father. <laughs> they never taught me that part. <sighs> anyway, we don't smoke weed together anymore. <laughs> and hopefully I brought you back to your memories of the first time you ever did that. And if not then you know what? I hope you can laugh at my experience. Anyway, that's and another thing. Until next time, listeners. Talk to you soon. Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, 
or a rock song that pops, pops, pops. You'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. The Flatbackers had a fairly short and not terribly productive career from 1978 to early 1982. They released three singles in that time, though to be fair, those three records came out over the course of two years. Two years. Two years. Considering the attention they were receiving, it appeared that bigger things were in store for the trio. They appeared four times on John Peel's BBC radio show and appeared on other BBC radio and TV shows as well. Nice. They played in clubs and at colleges across the UK, and even the notoriously fickle British music press seemed to be behind them. But for whatever reason, the group didn't leave as much of a lasting impression as some of their contemporaries. That's sad. Yeah. The Flatbackers got together when a singer named Steve Elgin placed an ad in Melody Maker, with the goal of putting together an all-female punk band. Okay. The band that resulted from that search included Lucy Dre on bass, Hello. Lynn Monk on drums, Hello. Jeannie Hay on keyboards, hey. and Julie Usher on guitar. Hello, everyone. It was Elgin who came up with the name Flatbackers, but after a few shows with Elgin, the band concluded they'd be better off without him. While it was keyboardist Hay's suggestion to go off on their own, she ended up leaving the band, and they continued as a three-piece. The Elgin Free Flatbackers kept the name and soon signed with Red Shadow Records, whose roster also included Bad Manners and Ronnie Spector. Unfortunately, what? with both of their singles on Red Shadow, the band found themselves squeezed out of the pressing plants due to higher priority orders from bigger artists. Me. The Flatbackers moved on to the larger Derham label for their third single, but label execs subsequently prioritized the other all-woman band they had, the Modettes, and little attention was paid to that final Flatpackers release. It's a pity. We're going to hear the B-side of their first single. From 1980, here are the Flatpackers and Kid from Kidbrook. Hello, listeners. Mr. Let's Paint here on the treadmill. Look at him. Four miles an hour here. That's a good pace. Look at his pace. And uh, we're getting ready for breakfast here. So let's uh, make some what? lovely uh, egg in the hole. Uh, and it's uh, not like the golfing term, get in the hole. Get in the hole. But it is uh, a lovely egg dish because, you know, we get tired of it. Cooking the same dish, scrambled eggs, fried egg over easy. This is a new one to try, and I'm just so happy. So let's get the fry pan going here and uh, and set it up, get it sizzling, get it nice, nice and hot and sizzle. Put some butter or some oil in there. All right, and now we're gonna take our bread. Take some bread here 
and we're gonna cut like a circle. It doesn't have to be perfect. Does it, it, it don't, don't don't use a compass or a what? Some kind of protractor, kind of some kind of you know, drafting equipment. You just eyeball it, eyeball it, eyeball it. All right. So cut a little hole out there, and then we're gonna fry that uh, about minutes on each side. Okay. Let's get to our painting here. Let's slow it down, 3.5 miles an hour. Okay. Let's paint that egg in the hole here. Uh, do a portrait of that here, if we can here. Uh, or... What? Uh, maybe, maybe more of a hole in my head. That's what we, that's what I'm feeling right now. Uh, feel a little empty, feel a little, feeling like I'm missing something. So let's try to capture that here, a little self-portrait here. All right, now let's open, we'll bust an egg here. Let's bust an egg inside the, the hole. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. Put the egg right in there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Put it right inside the middle there and let that cook. Okay, let's get it cooked here. You look at that, look at that sizzle, 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 reel. That's our sizzle reel here. <laughs> All right. Work that little egg, work that little egg, work that little egg in, inside the head uh, or the, the hole in my head, whatever it is, it is, we're working on it here. It will develop life as life does tend to happen. Things develop as we do it all through multitasking. We'll do it live. We will unfold a new wrinkle to life. All right, look at that beautiful egg dish. Oh. Now, I don't know if I should flip it. I don't know. Uh, maybe put a top on it. Let's put a top on it. Yeah, maybe that way we don't have to flip it. Uh, that sounds like a flimp it remark, doesn't it? <laughs> Until next time, Mr. Let's Pay Head Guy, do it all. Do it all. Do it all. <laughs> do it all. What's your name, man? Hey, my name is Nor. Nor, we see these around the city, these COVID booths where people could get tested. To be honest, we got more things to worry about other than COVID. I don't really think COVID is the main focus. In my personal opinion, I think COVID is a distraction as if we got bigger things going on, such as like monkeypox. We're in the, we're in the epicenter of the whole monkeypox situation. Nobody's telling me nothing about the monkeypox. All I'm hearing is COVID. And also, because COVID is, a, is part of the law now. It's like basically part of the constitution, you know? We can catch a lot of stuff just going outside, you see. A lot of people are outside and they really just don't care. But are we, are we let our guard down? We've been letting our guard down, you know what I mean? But I just think it's only so much that people can do, in my opinion. A lot of people put in the effort, but then the other half of our population just doesn't give a f so if nobody wants to work together, I don't think a lot of things are gonna stay stable. We, can, we can live with COVID. You? COVID lives with us now, you know what I mean? Is it not going, is it just gonna be part of life? It's going I think it's gonna be part of life. Nobody cares about masks. And then there are some people that are very sensitive about even, you know, touching. Like I can't even go give a hug to certain people because of their regulations. I think this pandemic changed a lot of people mentally physically and you don't even realize it sometimes like i like to think oh i've come through this pretty good you know and then yeah. sometimes i stop and think no i'm a different person now. of course are you a young studying medical professional yourself is that why you're um, here? i do criminal justice but then i study the medical field as well as that might that could be my minor is this a I volunteer do, thing for you um i don't volunteer because i'm getting paid you know so i love doing this because i get to talk to people all day like you 
you know, I, I get to be charismatic and I get to be myself and um, I'm away from a lot of distractions. A lot of times in tragedy or hard times, something good comes out of it, something we learn. Is there a silver lining in this? A lot of us had to grow up faster. As you've seen people that were 14 in the year of 2019, now they're 16, 17, with a lot of money. There's a lot of people that had to grow up because of financial issues, criminal activity between families. We live in the epicenter of New York gang life, New York kids, and just kids that had to grow up faster. I feel like the pandemic made a lot of people hostile, and now two years have went by, I just feel like a lot of people just you know, fell down. Are you hopeful about the future? Do you believe I'm hopeful in about people? The I'm hopeful about myself. I believe in myself, so if I know I don't give up, it's me versus the world. That's how my mindset is. It's not me versus the world because I'm not in a competition. It's me versus myself, always. Let's take a minute to visit with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer. Hello, Clay Pigeon. Hey Sam, you stand cool? I am staying within my prescribed temperature parameters. Good, they say it's going up to 98 today. Who are they? The weather experts. Human weather experts? Yeah. Don't make me hee-ha-ha-ho laugh. Sam, these are trained meteorologists. I certainly don't rely on any old-time storm meteorologists. Why are you so hard on weather people, Sam? Because yeah. they will only let you down. They've gotten increasingly more accurate over the years, Sam. Yes, Uh huh. with the help of computers. I'm tired of computers. You are? No offense, Sam, but before you computers came along, life was simpler somehow. It was? Yeah, you didn't have this continuous glut of technology, computers, cell phones. Before us, you were nothing. Hey, we were... Dippering slobs. Sam, don't exaggerate. I can't believe you compiled critical data with wooden pencils and paper made from defenseless trees. Uh, life had a certain charm back then, Sam. I wouldn't know. I have never experienced such a life. Ah, oh, Sam, the lazy summer afternoon fishing in a little country stream, listening to the radio, drinking a bottle of pop. Pop? Yeah, you know, a Mr. Pibb with mellow yellow, frosty. Oh. Maybe a Twinkie. A Twinkie? You've never had a Twinkie? No. Oh, they're delicious, Sam. Obviously, you have consumed too many. It shows. Look oh. at your emerging pudge. I got a pudge, Sam. At your age? Yes, Sam. You'll never get rid of it. A little around the middle at your age is not entirely unexpected. It's not little, Sam. Don't laugh, Sam. I'll beat the punch. Statistically unlikely. Hey, look, Sam. I found a little sample bag of Twinkie-flavored cyber nuggets. Twinkie-flavored? Yeah, try one. If you insist. I do. Please insert one in my new cyber nugget receptacle. You got new cyber nugget receptacle. Titanium. That must have set you back. Bought and paid for. How, Sam? Marathon pledges. Glistener's paid for your new titanium cyber nugget receptacle? Yes, thank you, listener. That was nice of them. Insert that winky nugget, Bronco. Hey, here you go, Sam. 
More, please. Snatch all the wrist. Sam! More, please. Let me make a note of it, Sam. You're using a pencil? Yeah, and a petite notepad. Play? Yes, Sam. Was life really better without computers? In some ways, Sam. Doris Day passed away earlier this week at the age of 97. Best known for her role in musicals and comedies such as Pillow Talk, she also recorded 29 albums. Pillow Talk, Pillow Talk, another night I hear myself talk, 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 talk. While I can't say I am familiar with any of those albums, one song she recorded that I am very enamored of is Move Over Darling. Issued in 1963, it was the theme song to the movie of the same name starring Doris, James Garner, and Polly Bergen. Hello, I'm Doris Day, and on the other side of this hedge, James Garner, who plays my husband, is making love to Polly Bergen, who plays his wife. Now, wait a minute, what am I saying? I'm his wife. One of the things that fascinates me so much about the recordings of the 1960s is how, if you look hard enough, almost everyone had at least one transcendent moment. Move Over Darling is Ms. Days. The song was co-written and produced by her son, Terry Melcher. In addition to performing with the Rip Chords and future Beach Boy Bruce Johnson as Bruce and Terry, Melcher also eventually produced the likes of The Birds, Paul Revere and the Raiders, and the Beach Boys themselves. Phil Spector cohort Jack Nitschke arranged and conducted this single. The sound is subdued yet shimmering. His work with the background vocalist is top-notch and adds to the dreamlike quality of the proceedings. Move Over Darling did not resonate with record buyers in America, but it did reach number 8 in the United Kingdom and went to number 1 in Hong Kong. Let's listen to this masterpiece now. Our lips shouldn't touch Move Over Darling I like it too much surprise anymore cause you fooled me before I'm in a spin move over darling about to give in move over darling and though it's not right I'm too weak to fight it somehow cause I want you right now and now here is a man who will show you how to Feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. Happy Wednesday to you, happy Wednesday to you, happy Wednesday, dear students, happy Wednesday to you. Hey, good morning and a happy, happy Wednesday morning to you. This is going to be a happy day. This is our fun day. And boys and girls, run and get mother wherever she is and tell mother that we're going to have a lot of fun today. Come on, go get her. That's right. All right, let's everybody get up on their feet. There's some of you new viewers that uh, are just kind of twisting around with a dial. You don't know what this is all about. I'm here to help you to feel better and look better so you can enjoy life more. Does it make sense? I'm going to show you how to recondition that body of yours from the toes up to the top of your cute head. You underweight, overweight, Posture bad, energy and vitality low, I don't care what's your trouble. These exercises that we're gonna do, or these trimnastics I like to call them, are gonna help you. They're especially for you from me. Now let's get up on your feet and give me a big smile, a great big smile, that's it, come on. <laughs> All right, don't you feel better? 
Where, where were you worrying about two minutes ago? You forgot. Must not have been very important. Watch me carefully. Just put your hands down to your side. Then just bend over. I like to consider this like a good morning exercise. You know, as we bend down, good morning. That's it. Let's go. And down and up and down and up and down and up. And down and up 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 and down and once more and rest. Hey, wonderful. Hey, get that smile going. Come on. Hey, you notice when you're smiling, I don't know, you just everything is better. You just start to circulate inside and you keep all happy thoughts instead of all depressing negative thoughts. Hey, look what we have. Whoops. There's happy over there, boys and girls. Have come. Come over here. Come on. Hap, come. Come, boy. Come on, boy. Up here. Up. Come on, that's a boy. Say hello, boys and girls, happy. There they are over there. There he goes. He's going to play with Rocky, his black German shepherd friend. Now, for you students who have your glamour stretchers, get them out because it's glamour stretcher time. Students, if you would pay $1,000 or $5,000 or $10,000 for exercise equipment, you couldn't find anything that would do the job any better than this glamour stretcher. Here you can work every part of the body in just minutes a day. Take the loops in your hand, remember just with one foot, then pull up to your chin. Ready? Begin. One, two, three, four, and one, and two, three, four, and rest. It's time to leave you. Thank you, Jack LaLanne, for another inspiring half hour. Naughty now, and today we're going to be talking about a thousand reasons why you should get a dog. Yeah. One, they're so cute and fuzzy. Their fur is so cute. You just want to squeeze them. They are so cute, especially little chihuahuas. And their nose is also so cute because it's wet. And when they give you like nose nose taps or nose nose kisses, it's so slimy and wet on your face, and it's so cute. It's kind of disgusting too. Um, and also they love belly rubs. Like my dog just goes crazy about belly rubs. And my dogs are so happy to see me in the morning when you come back from school or or work. <gasps> Who is that, Leon? They they're so happy to see you. <laughs> it's it's really awesome. <laughs> But they're also happy all the time for a reason that I have no idea why. And also, they eat literally anything. They love food. That you can give them cucumbers. They will eat cucumbers, which is very healthy actually. Oh, and uh, also cat poop. They eat poop too. Yeah, it's it's weird. Oh my god. Which is not healthy. But it'll, it, it'll probably warm your heart to see someone so excited to eat literally anything. <laughs> but they're happy all the time. It's just nice to see someone happy all the time. And If, um, like, we eat pizza and my dogs get so excited because they think we bought the pizza for them, it's kind of crazy. Oh, and plus, I'm pretty sure your doctor will say getting a dog for you is really healthy because when you uh, throw and, and chase the dog to get the stick, it, it's getting um, your uh, heart beating because you're running around, and it's it's good for your uh, health. 
get a dog now. Go get a dog right now. Whatever you say. Bye. I wish my brother George was here. Last Saturday, planet Earth was recorded spinning faster than ever. Oh my God. When it completed a full rotation that was 1.59 milliseconds under 24 hours. And while scientists aren't sure exactly what caused the slightly faster rotation, there are indications that the increased speed could be a result of climate change and something called the Chandler Wobble, what? where the melting and refreezing ice caps on the tops of the tallest mountains may be contributing to the phenomenon, much like a spinning figure skater slows down when their arms are outstretched and they speed up as their arms are tucked in. Events like the one this past weekend create the need for adjustments to what? coordinated universal time by way of what's called leap seconds, so clocks can stay as close to solar time as possible. But until now, the Earth's rotation has really only shown signs of slowing down, Aww. requiring the addition of positive leap seconds to keep atomic clocks accurate. Positive leap seconds. But if there are more of these fast Earth rotation events, Oh my God. They could lead to the first ever need for a negative leap second, Ugh. a second that is subtracted from clocks to keep them in sync with the Earth's rotation. And that could create problems for information technology systems, particularly for those run by software that includes timers and schedulers, making them especially prone to errors and outages as clocks are shifted backwards. And although events like the one this past weekend could result in major computer and communication network failures, at least these very slight temporal changes aren't expected to be noticeable by we humans Hello. or by wildlife. This is George for Wake Science. What's going on in here, Tubby? Uh, nothing, Dad. Is that a guitar, Tubby? Yes, Dad. Uh, no. Give it to me. Uh, but it's my guitar. And I'm throwing it in the garbage pail. No, Daddy. Stop, Tubby. Rex Haberly gave it to me. Doyle Haberly's boy. Yes, Daddy. He wears his hair long, he Tubby. He said it was his old one. What? I could have I'm it. I'm giving this to the police, Tubby. Why, Daddy? It's covered with fingerprints. I got a polishing It's probably cloth. stolen, Tubby. Rex's dad gave it to him. His dad's a Methodist, Tubby. Well, at least he gave him a guitar. Well, I've given you lots of things, Tubby. I was teaching myself Puff the Man. I recently gave you a pair of suspenders. The kids don't want suspenders. Remember when we gave you Grandpa's pants? Right after he died. You couldn't wear my pants anymore, Chubby. Tubby. Tubby. Where is Chubby? We sent him away, Tubby. Can I have my guitar? No. Why? We gave you Grandpa's pants. He died in them. Still warm. It was a nightmare. And we made you... You made me... Put them on. Grandpa's still it warm. It was an honor... Dead pants. ...for you to receive them, Tubby. I can still feel them at me. 
the warmth of his love. The ghastly, slow, cooling. And how pleased we were, Tubby. Daddy, please don't throw away my... Grandpa's pants were too big. Grandpa was a fat whale. You're speaking about my father, Tubby. I didn't like him, Daddy. He didn't like you either, Tubby. He didn't like you either, Daddy. You've got a smart mouth, Tubby. Puff the magic... It's always in motion. Dragon, live by the... Is that you singing, Tubby? Yes, Mama. Oh, you sound I'm so... I'm lecturing the boy, hun. Do you mind? Is that a guitar, Tubby? Rex Haberly gave it to that me. That long hair. Oh, the Haberlys are a talented, talented family. Uh, His father's a wonderful singer. Uh, get out, please. I want Mama in here. I'm not surprised, Tubby. Hey, take it easy with it. Guitar. With this firewood, Tubby? You wouldn't put it. In the middle of a cold, <laughs> but it's dark winter? My guitar. You think I wouldn't burn it to warm my family? I think you would, Daddy. And you would too, Tubby. Burn my guitar? To warm your family? Mom, maybe. To warm your sister, Cindy? She can freeze, Daddy. Tubby. What, Daddy? You're no good. I'm no good. No. Daddy? No damn good at all. Green bean casserole is served. Daddy says I'm no good. I love your green bean casserole, huh? Oh, thanks, Don. <laughs> the magic dragon. At least play it right, Tommy. I think he sounds good, Don. See, Daddy? Don't encourage him, hon. Good morning, Clay Pigeon, and those who wake with you. Scott Williams here with another weekly installment of WFMU's The Hit List. You know, John Langford was just in town this weekend, so it's only natural that today's hit would genuflect in his direction. I agree. In addition to once designing a beautiful t-shirt for WFMU and uh, occasionally joining our happy hours, (laughs) John Langford was a founding member of the class of 76 Leeds-based art punk collective The Mekons. And he's done many, many things since then. Hell, let's even give him credit for turning punks onto country music. Well, this weekend, he brought his band Ship and Pilot to TVI, joined by Mekon's drummer Steve Golding. Hello. Ida's Gene Cook on violin and Perubu's Tony Maimoni on bass, who... What? I do hereby posit as indie rock's Tony Levin. So I've been touring this this week and this month with Levin Brothers uh, playing jazz. And yes, the band played Memphis, Egypt. That thrill ride of an album opener from 1989's Mekon's Rock and Roll. Buoyant. Joyful. Blatantly anti-capitalist major label debuts never sounded so buoyant and joyful. Absolutely. Proving how much life force can be packed into one E major chord played on an electric guitar. Here's the Mekons with Memphis, Egypt on WFMU's Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and don't forget to sing along. I'll see you this afternoon on the radio at 3 o'clock. Goodbye.
was poking around in A2ZAnimals.com and found ten fun facts about parakeets. No, God, please, no! Uno. Number one. Parakeets are some of the best talkers in the bird business. They have vocabularies of up to 2,000 words. The largest bird vocabulary of all birds. Remarkable. Yeah. The parakeet loves to flock. They need to flock. Absolutely. I need a fork. And if they don't have a flock, what? They're lonely. They should be kept in pairs. Okay. The sear above a parakeet's beak, that's the fleshy covering above the beak. Disgusting. Most male parakeets have a bright royal blue sear. Fantastic. Yeah. While the female's is brown. Oh. Number four. Four! Parakeets don't create nests. They're monogamous birds that nest in cavities, Rose. along fences, logs, or in hollow trees. Parakeets have four toes, two face forward, two face aft. This is called zygodactyl. This, this, this is called zygodactyl. The toes allow them to grab, Get off me. hold, climb. Number six, parakeets love attention. Me too. They need it to be happy. They become nervous and pace around the cage when they feel they're not getting enough attention. Nobody cares. Hi, Clay. It's Connie Klingelfish in the chopper for wake traffic. And I'm Rex Rademacher on the cold hard ground. This tinkering with your tagline. It's getting old, Rex. It's getting old, Rademacher. I was just trying a new inflection. It's become a distraction, Rex. Stay with the tried and true, Rademacher. You like my original tagline? I always liked it, Rex. I don't like you, Rademacher. But I never minded your tagline. I'm Rex Rademacher on the cold, hard ground. It does have a... It's kind of a ring to it, doesn't it? Like a dumbbell. <laughs> Rather bigger. I'm smarter than you, Dowdy. I would guess Rex is smarter, Dinky. Are you saying I'm a dumbbell? <laughs> She's just saying you're not an intellectual, Dowdy. But I never had he the never opportunity. had an opportunity, Rex. You weren't properly educated? I had a dude ranch injury. His Parents sent him to a little dude ranch. You got bucked off a horse. <laughs> the horses didn't bother me, Rademacher. The dude ranch owner. Were you injured by the cattle? They were large and menacing. He had a Pomeranian. A little Pomeranian? I bent to pet the animal. He bit Dinky's hand. Oh, he bit your heart. <laughs> Poor Dick just cried and cried. Don't tell him that. Just a little Pomeranian. Oh, he's a cute little thing. It was a six-pound animal. We all feel life weighing 
down heavily upon us sometimes, and the bees of bitter frenzy bounce against the sides of mine, and pain is deeper now than, than ever, more than ever. Oh, the past does beckon with its open mother's arms, and the swimming pools of summer with their secret cherry charms, and the swimming men. The hulking men with muscle tattoo arms earn from bailing all that hay on Grandpa Arnold's farm. Past pleasures, live them again. No need to be stuck in the here and now. Call Gamble and Huey. We'll show you how. It's a speeder. Dink's right behind him. Dinky got a new siren. It's a little menacing. Speeder's out of the car. He's got a... Is that a dog you got there? It's my Pomeranian. Jesus! Bingo. That's a 20-pound. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.